What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 156 of the Shoesy Controller Podcast. I'm your host, Anton LaPlatt. Joining me, as always, we have the mayor of Stardew Valley, Chris Montepano. Damn it, 343. I'm so proud of you. We got the most generous squid in the sea, Jalen Roberts. Damn it, David Cage. This is why we can't have nice things. And we got the Ray Trace do-rag fresh out of surgery. Congratulations on the successful operation, Madrid. I literally had to carve a fucking piece of wood out of my goddamn foot, and I had to fucking guzzle a ton of whiskey to power through it. We got a jam-packed episode for you guys this week. We're going to be talking about the Game Awards. We're going to be talking about Indie World. We're going to be talking about House of the Dead, Persona, PlayStation faceplates. Guilty Gear, Resident Evil, it's a banger of an episode. You guys are going to want to stay tuned for this one. Alright, so this week the Game Awards happened and I feel like the majority of this episode is going to be the Game Awards. You think it will be? Because there, there was a lot happening. Like, in the was, pre-show, they announced Persona 4 Arena Ultimax is coming yeah. to Switch, PC, and PlayStation. Fuck yeah! <laughs> one step closer, baby. Are you telling me I have another... Ooh, Bro, that means I, I get to bring these hands the on the go? I thought they would have dropped an announcement about a musical announcement of, that's going to announce a drop later on down the line. Nah, we're still in the midst of an anniversary year. There's that we're under th- all the pretexts already exist. Mm-hmm. Okay, perfect. Yeah, they don't have to artificially manufacture their special pretexts for why we should care. It's just like, hey, Game Awards, Ultimax. Also, also the only thing they haven't records. announced about Ultimax is rollback. Yeah, right. That's gonna be its own announcement. But I will say, I, yeah. I'm, I'm, I would be surprised if they didn't, because Blaze Blue. Cross tag and central fiction just got rollback. Well, the beta just came to PC. What if they announced? I think only BB tag is getting rollback on PlayStation. Seeing as this game doesn't come out till what February, March, yeah, we have they have time to figure that out. Yeah, we're definitely going to get more information going forward. And I just had a thought like, what if they they just say fuck it and like, yo. We got a special character coming. It's like, what? <laughs> we had, we Joker? Had, we had no, no, it doesn't need to be Joker. If they really want to fuck with somebody's head, they would make it the uh, protagonist from P3. Or Femsey. Mm-hmm. It'd be one of those mm-hmm. two really want to fuck right, with somebody's he, head. Because he's not in the game, right? Like, what the fuck? No. He's, he's, oh, wow. Well, he They're shows coming up, a lot later but than I was he's expecting. not like, he shows up in the story, but he's not a playable character. Right. It doesn't come so out like until March from, out from another universe and just have her show up? Yeah, let's go. That'd be tight. Shit, they did it in Q. I'm here for it. Q does a lot. Oh, yeah. Q. Hey, Q was a good time. Q soundtrack. And I just know yes. we, we still got uh, quite a few more Persona announcements. And, you know, just inject it right now. Atlas, Atlas fans were eating. Yeah, they need to keep that format. I don't know if they've been using that format that they used where they did, like, the logo for the anniversary and Mm -hmm. then they went, like, they zoomed into Persona 4. So, like, I legit thought we'd get more than one announcement. You can see them doing Persona 3 as well, right? Right. 
Right. I need them to zoom into all of those games, keep that same format. Now, like, I don't know if they've been using it because they have had other anniversary announcements. Nothing has been super big so far. It's been like merch drops and like the records. The, the records. God damn! If I had four hundred dollars, I would I would justify <laughs> that shit like fuck. Fuck easily. 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 No. Easily. Four hundred dollars. There's a record player. Four hundred dollars on for Persona Five and a Persona Four record. I was yeah. thinking about it. One, Literally, two, three, four, I, and five. If I didn't, if yeah. I didn't, oh, get no, 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 absolutely sold. If oh, I didn't five get this records for four hundred dollars. Five records for four hundred. Five for four. I would have that it. slap and with a pretty fucking solid. And they're gonna be collectors' items. F- persona, yeah. Yeah, no, that's too good of a deal. Easy. I'd slide it. Easy. L- like literally, if I didn't yeah. have this PlayStation sitting on my desk, I I would have slid that record deal straight up. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like fuck. you got that PlayStation sitting on your desk. And that's just important. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's not five records. You just sell the PlayStation for a thousand, and <laughs> you're right. It's it's gently used. <laughs> you can even color paint it later, you know. Right, or buy mm-hmm. those face plates. The face plates were announced since the last Probably podcast. Yeah. So, Sony announced the Galaxy series. So, like, they did just a white PlayStation with the white DualSense base model, digital disc edition. Uh, now, and then they did the Cosmic Red. And the galactic black, I want to say, or like the the red and the black controllers that they released previously. That I got the black one yeah. for video viewers, right here. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But uh, they did those controllers, and now they're releasing shells and a few more controllers. So they are adding pink, blue, and purple, and they have shells that match all the controller colors. So they're releasing black, red. Blue, purple, pink. I think that's it. <laughs> it's, it's like I really want yeah. the purple, but I also kind of really want the red. But then I there's always dark place and I really I got my like black that. Controller. I really there's like that blue. Always black. And that and that was my. I next think point. I want my console. I would the definitely blue. want the console to get black, but I could go For all the, the blue colors controller. on it. With the blue controller, I think I, or even the purple. I think controller. I really just need to see it in person to really just be like, ah, yeah, that's, the thing. that's another thing. I didn't see my dark plates in person, and if the PlayStation plates look significantly better than the dark plates, I might have to get the black PlayStation official plates. But uh, I'm hoping. So they called this the Galactic Collection of like plates and controllers. I'm hoping you they do like a neon collection. Just, you think they're just gonna have themes? Yeah, I, hope, I want to see like, a pastel. Like the a fact pastel that they called like this, ha- like named it Ooh. a collection, pastel would be cool. Pastel call it the canvas, series, the canvas series. Yeah. Oh, that would be. No, hmm. I need neon. Like I am pushing the neon agenda. Give me bright orange. Give me bright lime green. Give me. You know give me that, that neon purple. Ass. Give me yeah. that bright Actually, that bright ass fucking lavender. Cool. Right. Like. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. I slick one a neon light for my wall. If I'm being a hundred, a hundred. Okay. What What we really need They're to do dope. is go back to being a proper country and give us those see-through colorways. <laughs> give me. I've been. 
Atomic Purple every day. Give me that Atomic Purple. Come on. Give me that see-through Atomic Purple. Now that PlayStation is doing this, they really could do the transparent Xbox, series. put those Atomic Colors in Design Labs. What the fuck? Ooh. Whoever does it first will win the console war. Mark my words. <laughs> I say that completely unbiased. I mean, Xbox already allows you to build your controller, so that's already a step above. I mean, the metallic triggers are some nice. Ooh, like, even on the previous generation, these metallic triggers. Slick. They slick. Slick fucking. Mm. I'm just saying. Just saying. Mm. But yeah, so... I know I'm good as far as controller and console colors. Chris, you think you're going to switch it up? Uh, yeah. I think I either want that. That that purple is like classic Game Boy color right. purple. And that is Game and Boy really, color purple. I really like that. And I also like that like light teal. Not teal, but that blue. I really like that blue. Yeah, it kind of looks like the. It looks like some blue ass blue. It looks like uh, the PS4 berry. I think it was like that. Apparently, was their, it's their darker than color. the berry. Because oh. the berry controller, people have like compared like that it to that. More. But like the Goku controller. Nah, dog. They, I still. <laughs> I love a console that Goku orange. No, nah, they dropped the bisexual colorway. That's what that was. I mean, yeah. <laughs> too strong. Yeah, too strong. My coolest PlayStation shirt is a pride. It's like a PlayStation pride shirt. PlayStation knows how to represent. <laughs> Their biggest game, The Last of Us Part Two, had a lesbian protagonist. So, That's yeah. true. still mid. <laughs> I still believe that game is mid. <laughs> Now, like no. <laughs> over a year removed, I won't say it's mid. I I think it's just uh, it's a good game. Some of the decisions Ellie made, I would not have made. <laughs> no, I I personally yeah. I Fuck do not Tommy. feel like <laughs> clearly. Uh, I don't feel like the writing, the oh, character wow. writing was holds up as well. And since the crux of that game That's is character writing. That's the fucking thing. The Last of Us Part 1 got me invested in this world and these characters, and then The Last of Us Part 2 made me hate Ellie. Why? Because they just... They could have bastardized her harder. That's that's my thing, though. They could have bastardized her harder. They could have bastardized her harder. Like That's the thing about it. This is a revenge plot, and revenge plots are always the bastardization of the protagonist. So if you're going to do it, let's really bastardize the bitch. But she wasn't That's even the protagonist I mean, before this. Like, whatever. I mean, we are like, not here. But to isn't talk this about her game? <laughs> they did a really good job in the first one of getting you to love Joel by just like fucking killing by off his daughter within Joel. five no, no, you, minutes. You, 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 you grow, yeah. you grow you to love the Joel, Joel for the entire well, yes. game. Well, yeah, I get that. But like, Most you felt for Joel in the in the first five minutes. You just felt for him because you made they made you love his his daughter. Who sold hard drugs to get him a watch for Christmas or his birthday? Hard drugs. And then yeah, that's what, that's it was the joke. Yeah, oh, well, I was like, well, she's out here pitching um, dog food. But and then like, <laughs> then they kill her off, and then you're like, oh fuck, that was an intense moment. And then you go through this game; it is a, a a long line of intense moments, and you're just like, Joel is a dope character. Ellie's kind of cool, there, and she slowly grows on you. And then with two. It was just kind of all thrown in your face. 
Chris, have Nothing you really played? Built. How much of two have you played? Because I think you'd love. The I shit got. I am almost done with. What is it? Detroit. Seattle. Seattle. There we go. I'm almost done with Seattle, and I just haven't what, picked it up since. Uh, Seattle is a fucking shit show. <laughs> like you, I guarantee you're probably towards the end of the first part of Seattle. <laughs> Uh, homegirl got I saved uh, what's her name has the switch up happened oh well, I don't know so, <laughs> okay see, I thought it was uh, I was in Seattle for a long time killing random people killing the WLF the wolves there we go the wolves <laughs> the Washington Liberation Front I'm telling y'all man fucking The Last of Us Part 2 I'll play it because I need to and I did enjoy from what I did play. I liked the gameplay and all of that. Well, I mean, while we're on that The Last of, of Us, fun. this past week, uh, Nick Offerman has been shown as part of the cast. And he's going to play Bill, which is one of the few characters that encounters Joel that doesn't die in one way or another <laughs> over the course of The Last of Us. So Nick Offerman, and apparently he can do serious roles. Like, I just think Nick Swanson. And I think, like, his stand-up and, like, that kind of persona. But apparently he's done some more, like, serious, dramatic roles. And so, in The Last of Us, Bill already is kind of, like, one of the more, like, light-hearted aspects of the first game. Yeah. So... I'm cool with it. Like, I think Nick Offerman would play an excellent Bill. I just had to throw that in there because that was news sure. that oh. I know we hadn't talked about on the podcast. He sounds no, like if a you bill, just said you know? Ron Swanson, I would be like, okay, yeah. Oh, yeah, Ron. Sorry. <laughs> For the uninitiated, Ron Swanson, his real name is Nick Offerman. <laughs> the, guy with the, the guy with the mustache. Right, That's... that his ex wife in Parks and Rec is actually his real life wife. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so. That's why it's. <laughs> Fucking amazing! Right. Uh, they always end up like, right. <laughs> like, damn it, the fucking kid. We gotta break him up. <laughs> and he's just having they're the time of his stop. life. And they're like, Did he, like that she made him get corn rolls at one point. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right. And and we all know that was racially motivated. <laughs> what the fuck? Uh. But let's get back Damn. to the Game Awards. That show is good. Um, yeah, let's do it. The Game Awards, I mean, I, the way I'm just going off of IGN's article written by Adam Bankhurst. Thanks, Adam. It's just, he drops trailers in here of some of the big announcements. We already talked about Persona 4 Arena Ultimax coming. Was it, what else? One thing Alan I will Wait say, two. Well, Alan, Alan Wake 2. Alan, Alan Wake 2. Huh? And it's going to be rated M because we're telling a real ass, scary ass, adult ass horror story. Let's fucking go. It looked like budget Resident Evil. I'm like. No, I it, like looked like a sl- no. no, it looked like higher budget condemned. And I fucks with that. That's what I need. I need yeah. higher budget condemned one. 
Did anyone else play Condemned Criminal Origins? I think no. I have that on oh, Steam. Like that randomly, was, it's fun. that was that was good. That was probably like the best Xbox original horror game on that console. Wasn't Alan Wake one what Blair Witch kind of ripped off of? Yes. Or am I thinking of a different? Yeah. But also, it plays like Control because it's to control people. Tight. Well, yeah, they did Alan Wake, then Quantum Break. Well, they did what was it? Max Payne three. I think they did do Max Payne three. <laughs> I think they did Max Payne three, then Alan Wake, then Quantum Break, then Control. And now they're doing Alan Wake 2. And they're doing the campaign for Crossfire X, which had a commercial at the Game Awards randomly. But yeah, so the first thing on this article is Star Wars Eclipse. We got a cinematic. It's a David Cage game. I was I was so hyped for Star Wars. It's like it, it had all the ingredients. <laughs> Brand new game in, in Disney's new setting, The High Republic, which is perfect. Mm-hmm. Don't fuck around with the old stuff. Just do new stuff. You got this whole timeline. Brand new game. Action. Hyped. Then all of a sudden, guess who's making it? David, all the women are whores in my game's cage. So I'm going to make yeah. new models of, yeah. of, of actors without their consent. <laughs> right. You know, one of those, you know, another studio that also got hit with one of those suits. Back when Elliot Page was Ellen Page. Yeah. It's just, there Pretty is name. a lot. It's like, we is, can't have nice things. This is the worst timeline. We don't have Respawn making Republic Commando. That's how fucked up yeah. the timeline is. We have King They're not what? making we Republic Commando. Hold on, hold on. Oh, no, I love Fallen Order. I enjoyed it. The they even brought the Night Sisters into making... a game. I love that game. But Respawn makes some of my favorites, made some of the best shooters we've had in the past decade, make Republic Commando. They've <laughs> made the best shooter. How? The two best shooters. Apex and Titanfall. Hmm, I'm not sure I'd put Apex up there. I love me some Apex. I think it's real good, but I don't think I wouldn't put it up there. And I, I think, think it's, I and, it, and for me personally, it's more of the constraints of the genre. More so than anything. But you think just FPS? Alright, now what if, what if you look at it as just Battle Royale? No, but, no, like, that's, that's, that's the, the, that's the limiting one. Now that's the limiting more, one in my they're opinion. They're incorporating more and more story into the game. It's not the story it's not the story part, it's more about um It's, it's not a mixture just of like how, Well no, I think the Battle Royale it's let me get my thoughts together for a second. I think, first things first, Titanfall 2, better than Apex. I think the way they handle their crafted levels and the experience that they have within those levels are that. I think, but I do see the moment-to-moment emergent gameplay of Apex being very appealing, which the fact that it's you and your friends on a map with these guns and these characters doing a thing. Yeah, but I feel like the Apex Arena mode is more compelling than Titanfall 2's PvP suite. I don't. Oh, and that's mostly because I really want to eat myself. Experience. I can't eat myself as hard in freaking Apex. That's, that's really what it is. It's like, with Apex, debatable. I can't, like, freaking chuck myself to the moon. Because Titanfall but is that, also 6v6, and then you can you literally could summon a giant fucking mech. I'm sorry, but Apex doesn't let you summon a fucking mech. 
and then also yeah. be yeah. able to the fight a mech, the mech part without is really a cool. mech. The fact that you might be more deadly outside of that mech is right. Right, it's kind of fucking right. cool. I really fucked with the with the multiplayer. Three is what we fucking need. That is what we need. We need yes, Titanfall with see, everything. See, Anton looks at me crazy. Anything. Like when I want Republic Commando, it's like, come on, come on. I will say, is this no? They're married. Star Wars game. They're married to is it going clip. to be? Or, mm-hmm. I don't think we ever said yeah, the yeah, name. Yeah. Star Wars Eclipse. Yeah, Star Wars right. Eclipse. Is it really taking? What part of the timeline is it taking? Oh, High Republic. Yoda so High is. Republic High is like Republic a solid is. hundred so years before the events of the prequel trilogy. Okay. Yeah, because I mean, you you just saw a glimpse of Yoda in the Jedi Council. And yeah, so this like, is this is all before. So pretty much okay. Disney was like, okay, we're gonna take the time before the events of the prequels and that make that our new playground which they should have just done from the beginning right because that's pretty much what you do with star wars because it's the premier science fantasy setting out there like it is the mainstream science fantasy setting so you pick a point Mm -hmm. in the timeline i prefer old republic and just Mm -hmm. do your thing right so I guess we're going to kind of go backwards as far as, like, the winners in the Game Awards. It Takes Two, one overall game of the year. Fuck the ass. Which, I mean, this year is kind of weak. I I wouldn't necessarily Uh, say weak. It's not weak because clearly it was competitive. It was competitive. Right. I think it really it's just that the, but the, just the usual, the big usual players just aren't there. That's really it. The players that are usually always there because they pretty much have to be there weren't there this year. But even like, I respect Wait, what Metroid Dread for what it is. But Nintendo wasn't out in full Nintendo, and I respect Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart for what it is. But Sony wasn't out the way Sony normally would be. Resident Evil Village, I appreciate what it is. But I don't feel like Capcom was firing on all cylinders this year. It's like just they all the people that I don't even necessarily agree. Games Studio, Bethesda was really good. This is also like the first year. But Deathloop was like into COVID after it started, so this is kind of like we're getting COVID. I mean, right we're now. not going to pretend like we're not getting a lot of the 2020 leftovers this year. Like, let's not even pretend we didn't get that. I am not pretending that... But I. But the thing, my thing about it is I appreciate the fact that types of... That the... I appreciate the fact that the usual suspects aren't really there this year like they yeah. normally are. Like, I'm happy to see, like, other types of games right. Cause for all take the, games the spotlight. Because it's always, like, your choice of third-person shooter, mm-hmm. third-person action game, first-person shooter. That's usually yeah. it. Right. It's nice to see, like, other types of games to at least get some spotlight. Because it's like, you'll see people say, oh, nothing good came out this year. But it's like, if you weren't into... No, good things came out this year. No, but I'm saying, like, the people who say that only play very specific genres. But what are those Mm -hmm. genres? Like, name a genre that wasn't served in one way or another this year. Because fighting games, Melty Blood, racing games, Forza... You think JRPGs? We got Endwalker. As we far got as a game Tales of the, okay, game. but yes, those other categories normally have a mix of genres that are like 
pretty inclusive. Game of the year is kind of your standard like. What is the best game of the year? Right. It says it's awarded for outstanding creative vision yeah, and like, innovative innovation. It's in also game like a popularity contest. Like I don't know what Death Stranding oh. didn't it that win one or that was going against God of War. I didn't even believe God of War deserved to be game of the year. What? Yeah, but that's my opinion. Heck, I, think I didn't that give God of War Ratchet game of the year Clank, that year. I don't I think I gave that Ratchet and Clank. Because I definitely know I gave that to Spider Man. I, I definitely I gave, know I gave that to freaking Spider Man. Spider Man was a that better game. Been Tetris Effects year. I don't know. I know it but wasn't my a, game of the year, but I could, as somebody who played it, I see how it could win overall game of the year. Especially I could see, I could see exactly why, but this is also comes to like this has always been my thing about the game awards. It's like what part of gaming is being celebrated here when you say this right. is the best game. For example, I think God of War sat out there at the top more so for its uh, writing and cinematic game design than it did for its actual like gameplay loop game design. Well, Spider-Man, on the other hand, is kind of the inverse of that, where it's like mm-hmm. its core gameplay loop is real good and solid, but the cinematography of everything else around it isn't as polished or like inventive. So let's just look at the Game of the Year winners since 2014. Let's just go over like this list 2014 is a specific year, but let's do it. 14 never won Game of the Year. I'm just going to go over overall no, Game said, of the Year winners. I said that's a specific year, but... I said, oh, but 2014 is like... I think that's when it went from being the VGAs to TGAs. I think... Oh. Yeah, so I just have... As far as looking at just the game awards, this specific exact product that happens every year, I mm. apparently the first year is 2014. Okay. So, 2014, Dragon Age Inquisition. 2015, Witcher 3 Wild Hunt. 2016, Overwatch. 2017, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. 2018, God of War. 2019, Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. 2020, The Last of Us Part 2. 2021, It Takes Two. So, yeah. So, outside of It Takes Two, Overwatch, and I would say Last of Us 2, most of the Game of the Year winners are big, open, sandbox, third-person action games. So you said except Overwatch, it Overwatch, takes two. It takes two and the and Last of Us Part Two. I guess in the Last of Us Two is Sekiro, iffy. Even God of War, God of War no, wasn't no. open world. God of War had a pretty. I said big sandbox. God of War had a pretty big sandbox. Well, I mean, the Last of Us Part Two had a certain part that was a big yeah, sandbox. I yeah, but I, I, Last of Us Part Two. But I'll, I'll add that in there too. Heck, I'm not complaining. I say God of War and the Last of Us Part Two. Neither of those are open world games. Like I, said, yeah. I didn't say open world. I said big sandbox. I, open world and big sandbox aren't the same thing. Mm-hmm. Like, but yeah, an open sandbox could just be a giant game. Huh? Like, if we take it, if we pull it out, 
anything that is not a third-person action-adventure game, the only game that has won Game of the Year from the Game Awards in the past seven, eight years, I can't math right now, uh, since 2014, the only game that is not a third-person action-adventure game is Overwatch. Because Dragon yeah. Age, third-person action-adventure. Witcher, yeah. third-person action-adventure. Breath of the Wild, third-person action-adventure. God of War, third-person action-adventure. Sekiro, Last of Us, It Takes Two. All of these are third-person action-adventure games. But yeah. I mean, the sales and the trends, like, that shows, like, people are always like, that's... And that kind of shows my argument about why I like PlayStation first-party games, because PlayStation makes some really high-quality third-person action-adventure games as their first-party portfolio. Like, pretty much all of their major games for the last generation are third-person action-adventure games. Infamous, Bloodborne... I mean, we got Gran Turismo, and we've gotten... I don't think Heck, we, well, Spider-Man is definitely a third-person action game. Um, so wait, what was your problem with this Game of the Year's list? Just that I feel like this year wasn't the strongest year. It Takes Two is a good game, but I don't feel like It Takes Two or any of these games on this year's nomination list stand with even other nominees in other years. I just feel like, and I, mean, I am aware that COVID I delays. I'm I, aware I disagree. I kind of disagree with you. I would have given Ratchet and Clank Game of the Year and would definitely have put it with in my my opinion, like other games of uh, of the year, I'm honestly really fucking with Ratchet and Clank. Like Ratchet and Clank is a fucking good ass time. It's a great game. It's a F, like I'm not saying any of these games are bad in any stretch, but I just, even if Ratchet and Clank won, even if Metroid won, even if Deathloop won, even if Psychonauts won, even if Resident Evil won, I still don't feel like any of these games stand on the same level as games that have lost have you previous played, years. Like, have such you as, played through such any as, of these games? I don't think so. Played through the I entirety did. of any of them? No. At least a good chunk. I mean, Ratchet yeah, I played through a good chunk of It Takes Two and Ratchet and Clank. Mm-hmm. Good. Good. Ratchet and Clank is just good. What about Metro yeah, Clank actually, I'm not Clank actually it cusses bad. in this game, which is fucking just great. Psychonauts, I don't. I've watched some. I like, haven't you personally guys, been able to play it, it but really this is the one time you guys aren't just painting me as a Sony fanboy because it's convenient for the argument. Like, I no, I'm no, not that's the thing. No, no, that's no, not. I'm not I'm painting like you as a Sony fanboy. I'm painting you as a third-person action adventure fanboy. There you go. Talk to him. Resident Evil Village, fucking solid. Like, that's that my first, thing. That was first person again, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. And it, it it took what it learned from Resident Evil Two and took what was great about Resident Evil Seven and made it. Oh, it took so much. It, it, there's so much for in it. There's so much fucking for in it to the point there's that so you there's certain sections I didn't I you could just spidey sense it because you played four. Right. Yeah. Like you know the I mean, bells Resident coming. Village, you know the solid bells coming. Game. All right. The character you love, Ratchet and Clank, great fucking game. 
I did want to say one more thing about the game of the year. For all the games that were nominated, I, I do agree with Anton to an extent. I do feel like other games could have just as easily been in those slots and been a like valid contender for a game of the year. But, you know, due right. to certain biases with how they select the nominees, you know, this is what we got. <laughs> I, I'm not gonna. I agree with that. I'm, just, I'm not trying to say this is a perfect list either. Plenty of other games. That I but feel if like I have a chance to there. get at Anton for his biases, I'm gonna take it every time. <laughs> for Look, the content, man, apparently content. I am an MMO gamer now. Like I got called out. I was like, yeah, I, I don't. I'm like, I like Final Fantasy 14. I still don't think I like MMOs. But the argument in the PlayStation party the other night was I've played so much Final Fantasy XIV now that it's one of my most played games. Yeah, apparently I like MMOs by default because of how much XIV I play. Monster Hunter, same thing. Yeah, really. Like, heck, the moment you got into Monster Hunter, it was only a matter of time. Destiny. Yeah, that makes sense. Here, here's like right. the, the progression. It was just the threats, but we it all knew this. Because that was the excuse you used to get me Destiny. into Destiny. You said we finally do the WoW rating thing we never did. Oh. That's I'm how you convinced me to play Destiny in the first place. Like, if we're going to keep it a buck right now, I'm trying to do this 14 rating. Any normal rate anybody wants to do at any time point in time, I am doing. We're not even talking about trying to get into 14 right now because you're not <laughs> right. fucking getting into 14. That implies you can get into the servers. Right. Yeah. Like, it, you're, it's a two-hour wait Minimal. to get it's into 14 right now. It's a two-hour wait right to now. get your two-hour wait. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, I'm it not... It is two hours minimum. Two hours on a good day. Hey, the moment play. I click open, it says you have to wait two hours before you can even put your password in. Let's, let's <laughs> the stop playing with you. Full. It's like, yo... <laughs> The I don't give a full. fuck about those words. Yeah, we the can't, cues. We can't load your character. What the fuck? Come on, well, like, The only time they load my character, <clears throat> the only time I've seen my character show up has been after it's aired me out and I've gone back in. My character's been there sometime. <laughs> and the other day when I accidentally closed out of 14 after Q. So I sat through Q several hours just doing shit like... Had my life together, got into 14, uh, turned in a quest because I was right in front of where I needed to be to turn in the quest, picked up the next quest, opened the thing I got from, like, it was a coffer from the last quest, opened that, equipped that on my character, updated my gear set, and then I hit the home button because story shit was happening, and I was like... But also, I was talking to Radic, and so I was like, let me... I'm at a spot where I can kind of, like, menu out and be good. So instead of continuing and just completely, like, ignoring him and being engrossed in 14, let me just, like, pull out to the home screen. And then I scroll over to Fortnite... And I'm thinking about Spider-Man No Way Home, and I'm talking to Radic about Spider-Man shit, and right now Spider-Man is on the Fortnite icon, and I open Fortnite. And it's the second I open Fortnite, I realize I done fucked up. <laughs> that's when you just go to bed. Yeah, you that's... Just, it was just... not long after that that I was like, fuck this shit. I deleted Fortnite, so Fortnite's off my console <laughs> again. Like I was like, I'm not making this mistake again. And I installed 
Spider-Man Remastered and Miles Morales, I was like, if I'm going to accidentally open a fucking Spider-Man game, it better be fucking Spider-Man. It better not be fucking Fortnite. As much as I enjoy when I play Fortnite, and they just started a new chapter, so the island's back to not fucking insane batshit bananas right now. But mm-hmm. I was like, no. Because I looked. I was like, well, shit. I fucking fucked up. I'm going to look at the battle pass. And Spider-Man is minimum level 80. And to, like, max him out is level 100. And then there's more shit on top of that. And in pre... Like, if Spider-Man were in the Marvel season, I would have Spider-Man. I would have the symbiote suit. I would have several of the unlockable styles. But the fact that he is part of this current season and made me leave 14 after I waited hours to get in, it's gone. Again. I did load in and look at the... There's a cutscene you get with The Rock. And I was Naruto. (laughs) And so I was like... What the fuck? I was like, yeah, Fortnite, like, the things Fortnite does well, which is a mm-hmm. lot of things, it does really well. But mm-hmm. when you act, make me accidentally exit out of 14 after a several hour queue, Sinner. I'm mad. Sinner. <laughs> but I ain't stressing. Speaking of 14, because I doubt we're going to get through all these awards, 14 won two game awards. They won best ongoing game and they also won best community support Let's so go. 14 has should. two Hell game yeah. awards finally got some fucking love creative yes, business unit 3 they have two game awards in their office now and at least two cause it yeah. has I feel like 14's won at least one game award before but I'm not sure. Probably that year and uh, bounce back. Another one I want to shout out is uh, the near replicant uh, version 1.2247448. Oh, it won best score slash music. Mm-hmm. And it's a re release of a game. <laughs> I, I do think it has new tracks. But I doubt most people got to those new tracks because existential depression is a side effect of playing near games. I went back to playing near the other day. I played it for five minutes and then I closed it because I was like, oh, right. This is the last time these characters are going to be happy. I'm going to leave this right here. I mean, that just just proves how good that soundtrack is also. Right. Speaking of old games winning awards, uh, shout out to Resident Evil 4 for winning best VR game. Apparently the Resident Evil 4 VR experience is fucking nuts. Tight. Just judging by like podcasts I've listened to and like just seeing like VR sites talk about, apparently it is up there with Resident Evil 7 as one of the gold standards of things to do in VR. Give me Resident Evil 5 in VR. I just want to punch a boulder. They really should, at some point, remake one and then do one through eight. 
in VR. Because I'd go the mentally fact that insane, they adapted, but I'd do it. The fact that they adapted for as well as they did as a third-person game that allows them to adapt to remake, that allows them to adapt three remake, that allows them to adapt five. Unfortunately, that allows them to adapt six. Nope. Seven's already in VR, and Look, then eight at, at can this be point, better at this adapted point, at this point, we've hit, at this point we've hit critical mass on the Resident Evil remake. At this point, Capcom. <laughs> If you're going to remake another Resident Evil game, as I said before, Code Veronica into Dino Crisis. Come the fuck on. Please give me Code Veronica. Like, this is the thing about it. Like, if you really want to do something and really, like, put some oomph back into it, just do Code Veronica, man. It's a good-ass game. Okay, so for some reason, I feel like playing these in VR is going to feel like playing fucking... Uh, Time Crisis or House of the Dead or some shit, just like in yes. an arcade. Uh, actually, no. Yeah, speaking not. of which, Chris and I played through the entirety of House of the Dead one. Oh yeah, on <laughs> arcade hardware at Chairs last week. That shit was Friday. I'll I got flick. off work. I came. I mean, met y'all at Chairs. Fuck those boss fights because yeah. it's just dude, like that one dude I had to shoot like... in the ass. The dude who just <laughs> loops. <laughs> Yeah. They, what do you mean by that? <laughs> I had to. So there's a dude that he would loop, but like, so he'd fly close to the screen and then fly far away from the screen. And we had less it, accuracy he when he was in far that away. And he, after, so at first he only did it once every once in a while, but once we dropped enough deeps on him, uh, was... and to be fair, if anybody has ever paid to play all the way through House of the Dead, I respect you. Because me and Chris were hitting Some of those fights are literally quarter-stealers. Yeah. All of the boss fights are quarter-stealers. Yeah, that last boss, for fucking sure, I was finger-blasting that goddamn pistol just to win. Right, Chris got up (laughs) on the screen. He's like, fuck (laughs) this shit, cheat code. Like, I am just gonna blast directly at everything. And we won. We but did it. We we, did it. <laughs> we we had to revive at least five times on the final boss alone. Every single boss, both of us had to revive at least twice. Every level, I I don't think we died at all in the first like level level, but on the oh, first yeah, that's, boss, that's how they get you. They bring you in by thinking you're just gonna get through it easily. They're not actually. It's not gonna be that hard. It's not trying to take your quarters. And then you get to the first boss and you lose all your quarters. Luckily, it was on free play mode, and we shout out to chairs for the free play arcade. Shit! Oh, it's free play. Yeah, yeah. That was the thing. Joystick ain't got shit on this. Marissa was watching us, and she's like, "How many quarters did you put into here?" And we had to tell her it was free play because we were hitting that continue button like there was no tomorrow. Like it owed us money, man. I was the right amount of drunk to be like, I yeah, have it was to beat this fucking game. Chris was like, you want to play House of the Dead? I was like, Chris, do you want to play Tekken? He was like, we can split the difference and do Mortal Kombat. I'm like, no, we'll do House of the Dead. Because <laughs> <laughs> neither of us, yeah. like us playing Mortal Kombat would have been not a good time. It wouldn't have been a good time. Well, that's because Madrid and I were outside. 
I'd rather play Tekken. We would have called you I'd in. Rather, I'd rather play Tekken. Yeah. I feel like me yeah. and Madrid could yeah. add some solid games to Tekken. I'm not the most versed in, I want to say it was Tekken 3, the arcade mm-hmm. version. But mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm I not was. The most. Which one was Dark Resurrection? That was mine. That was like five point yeah. five. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That was the that was the one that stayed at the Underground sounds, Arcade when it converted Tek- into the Namco Arcade. Tekken Three well, is like that gold standard of Tekken, though. Tekken Seven is the gold standard. Well, now at least. I'm sure you had more time to select your character in Tekken 3, though. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Fucking shots fired in Tekken 7. Get your console... Ver- like, your console version is very top tier, but you could give me more than five seconds to select my character. Especially when you have custom fucking skins and all this stuff that you can do and have all these different versions of your character. Let me give me more than five seconds to choose. I played Guilty Gear. I booted up you Guilty played... Gear Strive last night just because, oh. like, I was going. I was just like, I fucked up. I logged out of fourteen. Mm-hmm. I'm downloading Spider Man. Uh, let me just boot up. I already forgot what game. Guilty Gear Strive. Guilty, Guilty Gear. Gear. Yeah, so I played a game as Happy Chaos oh, versus nice. Jacko. Oh. And so, Guilty Gear still looks fucking great. I got my ass handed to me. I was not. I was just kind of in the headspace of damn. I fucked up, and but I was like, let me look because I got the ultimate edition, so I have the DLC. So let me just boot up these games test these characters out you know yeah. jacko uh not jacko happy chaos. i don't think i can play as happy chaos or jacko because happy chaos uses guns which is something i did not expect just looking those at the character those aren't your two types of characters mm-hmm. did yeah, you try oh, no, no jackal's a trap character absolutely yeah, jacko not. is fucking peacock from Skullgirls and that whatever the hell you gotta be like she's on a different level to play that type of character. She's significantly less complicated than she was before, and she still seems extremely complicated. Like they scaled her back just a little <laughs> bit. I don't know. She seems cool though. I, I think I'm just gonna wait and get the, or at least wait for all the DLC to drop because they've announced biking and. That's probably going to be what I copy when biking comes out and get the deluxe, or hopefully they're just like, yeah, you know, discount or guilty gear. Yeah, I insert mean, new version here. If you can <laughs> wait, uh, Evo, it'll definitely be on sale. Oh yeah, I can wait. Trust me. Right, you got you got you're still only in Stormblood. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, shit, I would be further, but fuck it, I'm play. S- I'm play SMT. Right, you have been putting in yeah. the, the hours on the SMT. That's my game. SMT's of the year. been eating my soul. That's my, been... that's my game of the year, straight up. Jalen, I know you've alert. probably been cracking out on this game, but Madrid somehow, no, Jaylen, I feel like Jaylen's it's cracking further out than me. harder. Damn. Yeah. No, wait, the, wait. We're we are very close. We are not that far apart from each other. 
Have you made it to the ferry? You got to the ferry village, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm on the mission to go find uh, King Oberyn sent me on a mission. So Okay, so you're you're literally like if I you're like 20 30 minutes behind me cuz I'm just, running around doing side quests getting extra demons and shit. Exactly. That's that's kind of where I'm at and I realized just how good those items that the that your assistant or your um that your navigator finds for you are like they would just straight up give you a rare candy for your Nahabino or or your party members and I'm like all right, right let me go ahead and start doing some of this shit and I was like Ooh. also carry some spy glasses on you for oh, when you run into a Matama I keep like 20 of them shits on me I I use some shits on on boss fights Matama uh any random character I haven't run into before if I don't feel like going through the gauntlet cuz I'm like all right yeah, I've seen you in Persona I probably know what you do, what you can do but I don't want to test it cuz it is a little different Oh yeah like uh, man, that game's good. It's good. Game of the like, Spoiler the exploring the map is rewarding, and that's the thing about it's rewarding in a way that's like, it's not in the way, it's not a necessity. Mm-hmm. Like every single one of those gold caches that are on the map, you want those. You want every single you one of them. It. They'll have like that's where you'll find like the good essences. Good essence, maca. <laughs> oh, you need you need you need that paper, man. He needs <laughs> that paper. And the other thing I like of uh, just randomly running into statues that like just that, that are also like a free demons. level for your entire for your entire row. Everyone yes, you got. Sir. And if you're collecting that glory, and now your demons can learn a random skill, once you think they've maxed out their potential, mm-hmm. right? Yo, I had a I had like three perfect rolls one time. Just from discovering a statue, I fucking ran into an enemy and they fucking killed me. And I just lost those perfect rolls. I was like, oh my god. That that hurts. <laughs> Man, my demons have leveled several times since and nobody's gotten anything near as good. Oh, oh that shit hurt. That shit my principality oh, had like recram and they don't learn that. Oh and I was like, recram? I was like, oh my god, that that completes my healer a light magic set and now just gone or so he thought gone because I died because somebody used fire on me twice in a row <laughs> yep like that's the thing about SMT is that like sometimes you'll just you'll just get fucked that's the only way to describe it everything will be fine and then you just I hope you saved recently <laughs> I didn't I didn't <laughs> That's literally why the moment I feel like I accomplished everything, I literally hit that return to last ley line fount and save. I saw the look on Chris's face of why are you not saving constantly because there are only certain points you can save at. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. But thankfully, you don't have to run all the way back. Like, you don't have to run all the way back or some shit. You could just hit a button, teleport right back. And it, like that's the thing. I was just it was just a normal walk, you know. I got into a normal fight, and instead of like you know, even if you attack them, you have priorities. Player turn, they're they're on. <laughs> if they don't completely outspeed you, I'm fast as shit. A couple of those yeah, fights, I'm just getting outsped. Like I would hit them first, and I was speed. still getting outsped. Mm. No, this is foolish. That's just not gonna happen again, though. <laughs> no, nobody. I just crafted a demon. Nobody's outspeeding this bitch. Nobody. I got a Nekomata. Just like, ooh, <laughs> just fucking pure luck and strength. No, pure speed and strength with a little luck. 
Low luck. Low luck. What does luck do? Uh, it buffs Low your chance luck? of criticals. Oh, so, and yeah, also like, and also it helps your. No, it's all rolls. It increases your chance of positive effects on all rolls. We oh, were talking yeah. about how you level up a demon and it'll give you something. Luck. <laughs> oh yeah, shit. Okay, and that's okay, part okay. of it too. Like, yeah, luck drops is, luck all, is kind every of, single anything that has a chance of happening. Luck effects. Luck is kind of broken. Yeah, it's the. It's 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 one of the most efficient stats, but it's one of the less necessary. Like yeah. okay. the reason why magic is the best stat is because it's how efficient that point is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like one point of magic is magical accuracy, magical damage, and MP. Mm-hmm. And then, but if you're running physical, accuracy's in agility. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. That's the other thing I like about the speed. Like that ups your accuracy. So even if you do AOEs, you're more likely to hit enemies, like all of them. And you want that, because if you miss, you're still going to lose two turns. Yeah. That's why I don't throw out AOEs that much anymore. <laughs> well, more so specific, more specifically, like, uh, physical AOEs. So it's just be missing. <laughs> Especially if you get your big slow dude. Oof. Everybody's like, nope. <laughs> that game's cool, mm-hmm. man. I think it got snubbed in a lot of categories. But, you know, yeah, I, it I get it. Actually, I get it. Like, it came out in November, whatever. <clears throat> it's hard. Yeah, I mean, that's... I'm going mean, to speedrun a few of these. Just to get them. Best Game Direction, Deathloop, Best Narrative, that's cool. Guardians of the Galaxy. Best I disagreed of, with the direction, but continue. Yeah, a lot of these, a lot of people disagree with. Best Art Direction, Deathloop. Best score slash music, which I already said, near. Best audio design, Forza. Best performance, Lady D. Maggie Robertson, who played. You know, she could take it. She could take that. I ain't mad at it. Uh, Games for Impact, Life is Strange, True Colors. Best ongoing game, which I already said, Final Fantasy XIV. Best indie game, Kena Bridge of Spirits. Kena. 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 You just gotta say it like you're from Atlanta. Kim. (laughs) Kina. Um, best debut indie game, Kina. Um, best mobile game, Genshin Impact. Best community support, which I already said, Final Fantasy fourteen. Best VR slash AR, which Chris said, Resident Evil four. Innovation and accessibility for the Horizon five. Even though, like accessibility experts say that this year all of the nominees all do it so well they all fucking crushed it yeah all of them in on in like i think last of us won best accessibility like innovation and accessibility last year and ratchet and clank which didn't win has all of the accessibility options of the last of us part two and goes to Tsushima where applicable and then some so shout out to Ratchet shout out to Sony and Microsoft because Forza won so shout out to Sony yeah. and Microsoft the fact that we have the two I got Forza big... downloading right now I want to see what that vroom vroom is on yeah. it's vroom. a good fucking time I, it's a good I fucking time I am happy time. that Xbox kind of made that another one of their focuses like yo we're gonna really <clears throat> try and like right, push even... like push the meter with this and make sure we have the people in place to test these games 
even the part of the game awards where they were focusing on like accessibility they showed like they were highlighting different like creators the future class Mm. like they showed like a bunch of the people and what they did like one person dressed in drag one person game with a disability and use like a mouth controller and one of part of their setup was the Xbox accessibility controller so it it just kind of showed accessibility in games has come an extru- like a ridiculously long way in the span of the last few years and I mean it's just making gaming available to more people so I think that's just a really positive thing in general yeah, yeah and also I would think for gaming has is a sign language option. You can literally have somebody like in the corner of your screen while you're playing the game signing out all of the dialogue. That's that's tight. That's so that's dope. great. <laughs> so yeah, innovation and accessibility is one that I feel like I really got to stop on and just give the gaming industry its flowers on this one because we've come a long way. Going, it's, from it's nice to see the industry do something right eight. and positive. Right. Yeah. You're gonna see people doing a lot of things. I mean, at the end of the day, it's just gonna make them more money because more people can play more games. Right, it only makes sense. And ain't that the best way to make more money? Right. Letting more people just enjoy your product for more people? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Best action game, uh, we got Returnal. I feel like Returnal needed to win something because (laughs) Returnal, like, out of Deathloop and Returnal being the two big PlayStation exclusives this year that I didn't play any of, I'd rather play Returnal over Deathloop. Yeah, I, I like how Loop smart I games. Even, like, I haven't even played it yet. I really liked Resogun was my first platinum. I really liked Dead Nation. I really liked Next Machina. That day we came over to your house and played the entire game, Chris. Yeah, I was literally <laughs> yeah. having a moment um, when I was picking which game to get. I was like, Do I want Ratchet and Clank, which I've been wanting? Do I want Returnal? Do I want Death Loop? Or do I want to get Tales of Arise? And, you know, I want Ratchet and Clank. I think Returnal was probably my next pick. Or maybe yeah. Tales. If I had, yeah. if I got a PlayStation for Black Friday, the game I would have played off of it first would have been Returnal. Yeah, that is a game I do really want to play. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, I'm still going to end up getting like all those I'm shits, a Housemark but... fan. I can't even sit here and flex. Like, I'm not. Like. Mm. There are a bunch of Housemark games that I really, really love. Like, I was sometimes at controllerized. I would just sit down on like because eventually Resogun came to PS3 and Vita. I would just sit down on a PS3 or a Vita or even the PS4 and just play Resogun and just rack up trophies. I'm like, yeah, this shit's just Resogun is one of those games. It's like. It's not quite on the level of Tetris, but it's up there with Tetris of, like... At this point, it's muscle memory, like, playing this game. Because I had to play this game to such a degree that I learned patterns, I learned routines, I learned, like... 
there's a part in the second level that I know you have to boost through, and because I prioritize boost on my ships, because boost is broken. Like, I know overdrive is technically broken, but I just don't use overdrive. I use boost, and boost mm -hmm. will get me personally out of more situations than overdrive ever, ever will. But, mm -hmm. yeah. I, Returnal probably will be, next time it goes on sale, I'll probably scoop it up, give it a go. Like, I just, my roguelike for my PlayStation is Hades right now. Like, if I'm about to hop on a roguelike, it's about to be Hades. Get me some more trophies. Uh, best action adventure game, Metroid Dread 1. Yeah, I'm glad Dread, I'm glad to get something too because that's, that's another yeah. game that's actually pretty fucking awesome. It's mm. like those cutscenes are fucking dope. Best and then, but RPG. also like, but also like, I will say, I was outside of the dollhouse section in seven, getting hey, chased by those village. freaking robots is like the most horrifying shit that I played this year. Oh, those Emmys? Yeah, when they is. grab you there. Chris, I know you, you remember that freaking dollhouse section from Resident Evil. Fuck that oh, with the fucking fuck that dollhouse. Goddamn fetus, fuck giant that. fetus, just chasing you around. Fuck yeah, no, that. fuck that place. Dollhouse. I was watching streams Actually, of it. Legitimately and I think that's like the scared part. the that's shit I mean, out of me. Literally, literally, once I hit that point in in, in village, I was like, oh, this nope. game is terrifying. Yeah, it's that Resident Evil. It's been a while. Fuck out of me. <laughs> I never, I don't think I have hid in a locker so fast in a video game than that moment of a giant fetus just chasing after you while crying. You know, it's, it's, it's and take, also take cooing. that one level out of Catherine and make it just more horrifying, Anton, yeah. to get the feel. It's, yeah, fucked up. Mm hmm. I that mean, I know. Okay. It was not uh, okay. Like, I asked Chris if that, not like, okay. apparently that section fucks with you on such, such a psychological level that... I didn't finish the game. That's where I'm at. I literally, what's, uh, like, literally, it hit me with that bullshit. I'm like, I'm putting this down. I'm done. <laughs> right, apparently, like, seven overall not is even more scary. It just doesn't hit that level of scary... <laughs> That eight hits at that point, right? Eight. I mean that that point really like peaks um, there, and then the next boss isn't really scary, and then the last one is kind of like okay, this is kind of and you're getting back there, but like <laughs> it peaks there because and also because that dollhouse is like a very crafted section of bullshit. That, that part is the scary. I mean because it, it it's like one of those. Um, Moments where you don't have your gun anymore, and like so you can't defend yourself, and you you kind of feel hopeless. You're just solving puzzles, and next thing you know, you're running into this thing, and you're like, I have no idea. Okay, so it's like Chris, have you watched like a new Resident Evil movie from Ratchet and Clank? The CGI one? The uh, no, I think it was live action. Yeah, I think it was live action. There's a Resident Evil movie. Yeah, it's yeah. in theater. Literally, Leo looks uh, like Carlos in that movie. Tight. Oh yeah! I want to. I need. They got to see the dude it. from okay, Umbrella yeah. Academy. Please, Craig. Um, Welcome to Raccoon City. 
please, Chris, watch that movie before the next episode because I need to hear your opinion because I've heard other Resident Evil fans' opinion and it's a very interesting opinion. <laughs> well, good or we bad? We need tickets to see it in theaters. Or you're just then. not going to tell me. <laughs> All right, yeah, okay. Yeah, just I see it. I, I, I need you. Don't, don't look at anything. Don't just go Jaylen, watch when it. Do you, when do you get off on Saturday? We'll on Saturday? Yeah. I get off at like I gotta close, so I'll probably won't be off to like eight thirty, eight forty five. Okay. I'll hit you up. We'll figure it out. Yeah. I'm also off all day Sunday. Oh. oh. Alright, yeah. so just getting through the rest of the game awards. Uh best RPG Tales of Arise. They put cool. Monster Hunter Rise on this list, even though Monster Hunter Stories 2 is more of an RPG. And they put Cyberpunk 2077 on this list, even, even though, though that's not a game. Even though that's just not good. Right. <laughs> uh, best I, I, fighting okay. game. I, I hate how I'm actually going to have to fucking defend this game. Fuck. It's not, no, not it's good. Better it's just than, not it's complete. Better, well, it's not... It's, it was a buggy Sound. mess at lunch, at launch, and they have since patched it significantly. But as far as on consoles where Madrid and I definitely will be playing it, it's still not in a good state. Yes, I understand that. But also, like, played, bugs aside, was like was still worse than the other and, RPGs that I've played this year. So I, I, uh, I really don't okay, think that. Yeah, I mean, Shin here's my thing. Here's from my experience list. from it. From my experience from it is that when Cyberpunk actually works and gets into the groove, it's actually really good. That's the fucked up thing is that talking it's like to this. Radic, who it's like this. Played. You got you got it's a sandwich. The bread's trash. The cheese is trash. The lettuce is trash. But the meat's pretty good. The meat kind of slaps. I like the rest of that shit though. <laughs> Like yeah, bread I, trash, lettuce trash, tomato trash, sauce trash, freaking cheese trash. But that meat's trash? pretty good, though. Like, yeah. I still wouldn't eat that sandwich. Yeah, no yeah but when you order a sandwich, I still would not eat that sandwich. And the only part that is good is the meat. You kind of rest is trash. Off. No, fuck that. That sandwich is trash. The bread at least has to be also. I would not eat that, Jalen. In this exact analogy, I would eat that it's sandwich. It's not an exact with analogy. It's not exact There's, analogy. It's I not exact analogy. It it's really more. Worse. Actually, here's what it is. No, here's what it is. If anything, yeah. I mean, here's the thing about it is that when when you're able to get into the groove of cyberpunk and you're able to experience that game without the bugs, which I played on PC, so I got to do for a while. Yeah. It's pretty actually right. pretty good. It was pretty good. Hang, doing the whole street racing shit with Pam, like literally, I'm driving a, I'm driving in a car, being chased by drones and autonomous cars, shooting out the window with my girlfriend on the, shooting out the other window. I was having a great time. But I'm not gonna pretend like that's a game that deserves to be on the top spot, though. I just wow. think that is bit better than it's given credit for yeah but at the, yeah. at the same time like a lot of these other games were just like just better across the board i mean monster hunter rise was better and it's not even really an rpg right monster right. hunter stories, monster two stories 2 should have had that slot i don't understand why it maybe didn't. ign messed up well no this this it is was like actually... the game awards 
Like, oh. I'm saying, enough people nominated Jeff, Monster Hunter. Jeff, like, and sit, normally let us give us the ability right, to nominate. controller podcast. Let give us, us. You need more creators us. like us. Influencers. We don't yeah. have to use that curse term. You know? We do. Imp- Look, man, I'm we just trying well to get to be able to vote manipulators. Because when I hear influencer, that's what I think. Manipulator. Yeah, We're not just going a nice down that rabbit hole. That. The best fighting game of 2021 <laughs> went to Guilty Gear Strive at the Game Did Awards. you already know the smell of the game? So, you know... I mean, certain people Shout out were for mad Nickelodeon that to be blood. on there. Shout out to every game on this list. Shout out to Demon Slayer and the, the Hinokami Chronicles. Shout out to Guilty Gear. Shout out to Melty Blood. Shout out to Nickelodeon All Stars and shout out to Virtual Fi- Virtual Fighter Five Ultimate Showdown. Shout out to all those games. Shout out to video uh, games. Best family Nick- game. It takes two. That is not a family game. <laughs> that is not a family game. That is First not of all, a family fucking game. played Mario Party Superstars. That shit slaps. Yeah, I'm just saying won. it takes two. Like, I don't really have a personal pick as somebody who hasn't played any of the other games. I just feel like if I had kids. And also, I mean, like, right Pokemon- now my family is me and Angelina, and we've played this game together. But, like, if I were to have kids, I would play any of these other games before I'd play It Takes Two with my kids. Is Pokemon Snap a multiplayer game? No. No. Okay, it's not a fucking family game. No, it's a game you that you can play with usually, your family. You could play that game with your family, you know, point out, like, hey, point out the Charizard. You know. I guess I get what you're saying, but normally like, to me, family games Nintendo are like... Character. The, normally yeah. this is the Nintendo category. I think Nintendo's won this category every year but this year. And I feel like this year isn't the year Nintendo should have lost. Like I would, Fuck the any ass, of these other really games shouldn't. are more family appropriate. Like when I think family, like you know, when I like view the optics of a family game, it takes two is not one of those games. I mean, it's about divorce like, and like not to like toot on fucking Mario Party superstars, but like <laughs> imagine like. You are you you got your you and your kids and you, you got a wife and you got Mario Party superstars that's like remakes of the old ones that you played when you were a kid and you're just trying to show your kids. I don't know. Kid, I wanna like love new, my family. That's a Snap cool is, ass fucking experience. First, I don't want my like, family to know that happen. I'm evil. <laughs> yes. I will WarioWare. Like all of the every other game in this category makes more sense as a winner to me personally than it takes to as the one on the podcast who's played the most of it takes. I to. think they voted for this because they didn't think that it would win game of the year and it did and now they're like, oh fuck. Do you want to hear my crazy conspiracy? Chris, do you want to hear... I'll ask yes. Chris specifically yes, as the one with I my... I really do. So... I want to hear your crazy think about conspiracy. the people who are associated with the Game Awards. We got Jeff Keighley, right? We got, like, he's a given. Kojima. Because Kojima yeah. is, like, associated heavily with Jeff Keighley. You think about, you know... Reggie. Reggie Fizeme has done a lot of really big things at the Game Awards. You think about faces like that. Another face you think of is Joseph Ferris. Fuck the Oscars. 
Like that is something that every no, no, time actually, the game No, no, I'm going to give you. <laughs> you're definitely within range of that. A lot of that tracks. Right, a lot oh, of that tracks. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not as crazy. The more I, this isn't one of my like. I'm going to explain this theory, and nobody's going to be on the same page with me. Like the more, <laughs> no, I, the more you think about it, <laughs> the more the mm. more evidence I give. So Joseph Ferris is one of those names, and you know when Kojima's there, like I feel like Kojima won multiple game awards for Death Stranding, and as somebody who likes Death Stranding, I don't think it might have necessarily needed to win all the categories it won. No, it. For sure didn't. That <laughs> it didn't. I mean, but yeah. So I feel like for Joseph Ferris, fuck the Oscars being associated with the Game Awards and the brand that Jeff Keighley is trying to build. I feel like it's a solid choice for Game of the Year. Like from that point of view, from the Jeff Keighley is the one who, at the end of the day. Like, I know there's voting, I know there's fan voting, I know different things are weighted different levels. I feel like Jeff Keighley's vote is weighted very heavily, and I feel like he would have voted for his friend Joseph Ferris. I would also Guillermo like to add in... I would also like to add list. in that narratively, It Takes Two is the perfect game to really, like, fuck with the optics of what you think a Game of the Year winner would be. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Especially since what we're starting to see more and game? more games come out that are specifically like non-violent and things like uh, there's straight up third-person shooter sections and it takes. I'm not two. saying this one specifically. I'm saying this one. I'm saying narrative. With it takes two specifically. I'm talking about its narrative. It's narrative content specifically. Hmm. You know what? Maybe I want to fuck around and play this game at some point. Yeah, I mean it takes two to play it. Damn it. No, I've seen. I saw Sakurai play it with, with two hands. But he's that nigga's also Sakurai is a KOF Sakurai, player, so yeah, the hands are lethal. Get good at playing Smash against yourself with, with, with two <laughs> a hand on each controller, <laughs> and then go play. It takes two. I don't yourself. have the dexterity with with both hands. Doing and this is <laughs> like that's the thing. Smash Bros. You don't necessarily need both sticks. It takes two. You definitely need both sticks. So you run into a, a, a finger dexterity dilemma there. And considering it becomes straight up a first, uh, not a first person, a third person shooter at certain points in that game. Yeah, but it's also a game that's not about saving the world. It's about a family. Yeah, but I still don't think it's a family game. <laughs> there are things no, about families that aren't. Oh, no, I was saying that it literal. was in the Game of the Year category because it has the type of narrative that kind of bucks the trend of, like, what the outside of a gaming audience would think gaming is. Mm-hmm. Very true. That's what I was saying. Best sports slash racing game, Forza Horizon 5. Vroom. Made fucking sense. I mean, Hot Wheels got fucking hoed, but. But Forza is also apparently a very good game. I want to play it. Like, I've enjoyed what I've played of every single Forza game I've ever played in my entire life before now, so I don't see why that shit would change, but... I downloaded a little bit of it. That's pretty good. All right, so Best Sim Slash Strategy, Age of Empires 4, 
Uh, apparently, no, Microsoft won this shit last year on PC. This is the Xbox version that's not as good. <laughs> oh, okay, that's fair. Uh, I remember that. Apparently, Inscription is the one that really got hoed here. Best multiplayer game, It Takes Two. I feel sure. like Monster Fine. Hunter Rise got hoed here. No, Monster I Hunter Rise like definitely got hoed here. City. Knockout City. Knockout City. Knockout City was a good-ass fucking time. Knockout City. Even back for blood, like... I'm skipping content creator of the year. I'm skipping esports e- athlete and coach and event for the year. Our best esports game, League of Legends, got it. And I just... The amount so of I'm going to tell you right now. I'm going to say. I'm going to say this right now. As someone who has watched the World Championship for most of the games on here, it should have went to Valorant. The Valorant really? Championships were lit. League Worlds was as I. I'm going to tell you the internationals. I'm sorry, like but kind of fun. that Valorant tournament was sick. League basically always wins okay. though. Yeah, it's the most popular. <laughs> yeah, and I'm, but I'm, the league. As somebody who knows nothing about League and has played very, very little League and has no desire to play any more League, League events be hype. <laughs> I know, but I'm saying... But Valorant went hard But the thing about year. it is... How should I put this? Riot put their foot into the Valorant tournament, right. like they do with League. They started Valorant... After learning everything they learned right, from doing League right. for a really long time. It was already lit. I just didn't know anything about it. I wasn't... That's why I was trying to, like, skip these, because I just don't have any uh, concept. Oh, yeah. While we have a but quick interstitial, uh, I'm going to go over some of the games that were announced. Uh, Alan Wake 2 was revealed and announced. We already kind of did our thing on Remedy. We talked about that. Uh, Wonder Woman's getting a game ba- made by Monolith. Mm-hmm. So hell yeah, good to see Monolith know. coming back. I really and like got Wonder I Woman. It I'm was with it. It best to be some God of War shit though. I'm just saying because a lot of her no, comp- here's solo- going to be the thing. Wonder Woman is going to fight a horde of men, and certain of no, those no, no, no. men See, the thing about will it is, be named characters. Nah, and when she no, 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 no. Once man, again, it needs to be God of War because so much of her storyline is fighting. Like she's the daughter of Zeus. She's her literal. Her one of her biggest villains is her cousin Ares. Like, let's go. Let's fucking go. Like, uh, yeah, the monolith. And WB Games on the patent on the Nemesis system, so I will bet good no. money. Oh, wait, 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 we, wait! In that case, yeah, in that case, if they're going like to use the Nemesis system, they, we need men. to we need to be fighting Darkseid. We need to be fighting freaking Darkseid with his pair with his freaking pair. Ah, I need it. But yeah, <laughs> I need it. <laughs> the, Nemesis the DC system. nerd just just starts vomiting violently. Uh, we got um. Gameplay of Hellblade 2 Senua's Saga. Oh, that looks so good. So fucking it good. Looks, it looks, I mean, it's one of the top tier announcements of this show. Uh, Elden Ring got a cinematic trailer, a story trailer, and I had mm-hmm. to deafen, like, I was on the Rupee stream for that, and I had to deafen them because I was like, I need the lore right into my veins. And, like, I'm. I'm there for lore, but I feel like the FromSoft lore just hits... It hits different. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, we got our first trailer for the Halo TV series that we they've been promising since 2012. Well, I and mean, they, well, let's happen. not pretend that they didn't drop like a couple of series. Though they dropped a mini series before. Don't forget all Netflix? that lock stuff that they dropped, preluding up to five. Well, the lock mm-hmm. stuff was a podcast and like two trailers. No, there was a whole show right before five. Don't you remember Red versus Blue? <laughs> no, there was there was a Halo there show was before a, there five. There was a show on there was a show on Netflix, and it was like it ended with like. Me- a Spartan <laughs> saving this right thing. because uh, it was setting up uh-huh. a, a freaking Halo Five. Oof. But yeah, the last like big announcement that I want to hit is the Matrix Awakens got a Unreal Engine Five demo on PlayStation and Xbox, like next gen consoles. And I didn't get. I only got to like the second shooting section of like the car chase scene. But yeah, the graphical fidelity, Unreal Engine Five. Apparently, this city is just going to be an asset that anybody can use. Oh, actually, this is something cool. interesting that I've been he- reading about in dev spaces surrounding this, where they're kind of doing the reverse of how movies use CGI, where. It's like they're pretty much this is becoming the tools that will allow more people to create higher fidelity games and blah, blah, blah. Oh, pretty much because. Well, I mean, yeah, that allow thing. us to re- by allowing us Marvel, to replace like so Unity literally just bought Peter Jackson's CG studio. Like, the CG studio that worked on the Lord and the Rings and all that to implement that into Unity to be able to compete with Unreal because Unreal is already being used by people like Disney and Fox and, like, a lot of these big... The fact that The Matrix uses Unreal Engine in the actual movie to produce some of its CG... Remember, the only reason we have so much CGI in our movies is because digital effect shops are not unionized while costuming, location, and pretty much everything else is. Because mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I do appreciate some just good, clean costumes. All right, movies, let me run through the, uh, the last award that was pretty much entirely fan-voted is Elden Ring won the most anticipated game. Yeah, that's because that shit's like yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> next next month, like <laughs> two months from now. Yeah. All right. I mean, it's also what? The Thor, uh, not nah, God of War comes out in February, March, soon. I don't need everything coming out in February. Come on, I like I barely God get enough time they, to play they, Pokemon Arceus before going straight. I don't think they gave us a date hitters. for God of War yet. We have the date for Horizon. I thought it was the beginning of 2022. No, that's Horizon. No. Yeah, Horizon. Uh, they would, they wouldn't put those two games like that close to each other. Even though they did it with Ghost and Last of Us last year, but last year with extraneous situations. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. So the other big thing I want to talk about, and I'm really going to have to speed through this because I'm tired and we're already running late because Madrid got stabbed in the foot. Um. <laughs> And then had to perform impromptu surgery on himself. Drink uh, a lot of whiskey. 
uh, Nintendo Indie World had a showcase. It showed Sea oh, of shit. Stars. <laughs> <laughs> that game looks fucking awesome. I sea of Stars. I yeah. need to look at all these things. I'm just going to yeah. run through this showcase it's got, title. It's like list the, composer, that they gave me. the composer on Sea of Stars was also the composer on um, Chrono, Trigger. Chrono Trigger. Yes. That's Need I, I Say I've More. <laughs> Then there's Aisha, the Oblivion of the Twin Goddess. I might be mispronouncing the name. Alicia? It's A-L-I-I-S-H-A. Yeah, I think that's like both their names put together. They're sisters. Question mark. Uh, And you play uh, as both of them, and it's also co-op. It's it's, cool. That's another cool game. That's cool. Then there's Endling Extinction is Forever. Mm-hmm. Oh, Figment Two, that, Creed that Valley. Was, you play as a mother fox, and you, you're supposed to like help raise your kids, and they can. Okay, die. so real quick, see if stars is holiday 2022. Aisha or Alicia or whatever is spring 2022. Endling is spring 2022. Figment Two, Creed Valley is February 2022. We got a release date for Ollie Ollie World. I'm hype as fuck. Uh, February 8th, 2022. Um, I'm going to be playing it on PS5, not on my Switch. I swear to shit. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm a fan of their games, and I bought, like, the Ollie Ollie Switch Stance collection on Switch, and I've played a good little chunk of it, but I played Ollie Ollie 1 and 2 and the collection of 1 and 2 on PlayStation. That's how I will continue to play Ollie Ollie. Um, then we got After Love EP, which is a summer 2022 game. Uh, Locomotive, summer 2022. River City Girls 2 was announced, that summer look, 2022. Hey, that should look fire as hell. And it got uh, online co-op now. Then we got uh, Dungeon Munchies coming today. Is that <laughs> Right now, uh, we got Let's Play Oink Games, which seems to be a tabletop-based game that is also available th- right now. Uh, we got Omo- Omari. Omori? Oh, Onomari. Yeah. That game looks... O-M-O-R-I. Yeah, Omori. It was an indie horror game from, like, last year or two years ago. It's really good. Well, this says rated pending and is coming spring 2022. Yeah. And this doesn't look no, like a this, horror game. No, even this is, um, screenshot. I think it's like, it's kind of like. You said it doesn't look like a horror game? Like, Wait, spell it's it again? Kinda, it's kind of like Earthbound. O-M-O-R-I. It's a yeah, J-R-P-G. no, that's a horror game. Yeah, no, that's the exact game yeah. I was talking about. Yeah, that's a horror game. It definitely looks like a horror game. Oh, yeah, no. That, an indie horror game, oh, yeah. but a horror game. It's good. Like I'm saying this right now, that game is. Is this good. like a Doki Doki level horror game or? No, it, no, it goes. It, this is there's no pretense. Like one of the main commands in that game is cutting yourself. Uh, mm. Okay, like. well, you know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> looks can be deceiving. Uh, Chicory, a colorful tale, is available now on Switch. Uh, I want to play this. Time too. lie. Which seems to have a cool color scheme in the little thumbnail is available now. Yeah. Don't Starve Together, which I was a huge fan of Don't Starve in the early PS4 days. So Don't Starve Together is coming 
spring 2022 to Switch. Uh, shout out Kimiko. I know she plays that game a lot. Uh, Gerdia, Gerda, and the Flame in Winter is coming 2022. Uh, Grime is summer 2022. Uh, Behind the Frame, The Finest Scenery, spring 2022. Parkosaurus, spring 2022, and Baby Storm will be available January 21st, 2022. Oof, Jesus Christ. I mean, for the most part, that is the general breakdown. If anything in there sounded interesting to you, I'd say check out the full indie world presentation to just, you know, look at these games, see what they look like, because I've realized listening back to some of our other indie things, we'll be like, this game looks really fucking cool, but unless you can see the game looking really fucking cool, doesn't exactly work. You can take our words for it, like, I give you my word that Ollie Ollie World is probably going to be better than Ollie Ollie 2. But, you know, you could take my word for it or not. Or, you know, if you enjoyed Ollie Ollie like I did, you're probably already all the way on board. Like, if you enjoyed either of those games and I told you the words Ollie Ollie World the way they hit me with it when they announced this at a Nintendo presentation, sold. Done. 100%. Alright, so my one more thing I wanted to say is I played some of the Halo multiplayer. Uh, When I get paid this Friday, I'm going to be buying the Battle Pass. Uh, I saw they updated the playlist. So I can just go in there and play Slayer for hours on end. So Slayer. If these Endwalker hues are going to keep being how they're going to keep being, I'm going to be playing Halo on my PC while I wait in a Final Fantasy queue on my PlayStation. Man, this is why I wanted the campaign to be multiplayer on launch because I, I, I mean, at least for the, like the last couple of days, I have been like, I don't have the campaign just. yet. At some point, like I bought and ordered and paid for a while ago a uh, Steelbook edition of the Xbox version of the game. So, mm-hmm. like, it should come in. I could play that on xbox but i'm having way more fun like i got a series x controller like the black one i got I mean, a series x controller for my pc and i've been just been playing oh Infinite you like don't that. have game pass yeah okay i was like the campaign's free uh, you never mind campaign is a lot of fun and the multiplayer is a hell of fucking yeah. fun the multiplayer really is my main draw to this game. Yeah. Yeah. So I've been that would be why it. I play it. Mainly. It's really fucking good. Really fucking good. I mean, I want to see what they do with the, you know, the old Master Chief and new Cortana. Yeah, I'm down to see that eventually, but... That's not my main draw to this current Halo. And my main draw to this current Halo is that free-to-play multiplayer that I'm popping Steam achievements and Xbox achievements at the same time while playing with the Series X controller on my PC. Yeah, I I plan on diving into Halo Sunday. Maybe tomorrow after I get off work. Hit me up. Either time. Hit me up. 
I'm down to play some fucking Halo. All right, yeah, anybody I'm going to be waiting two hours for a fucking queue, then I'll probably just be playing If Halo. I'm waiting more than an hour, I'll play a solid hour of Halo. Or just play some Ratchet and Clank. I could do Who that. Knows? No, I can't do that. I'm going to wait in that queue so I can get in and fucking... I'm trying to do a spoiler cast for 14 here, Chris. It doesn't happen by playing Ratchet and Clank. If you I mean, if you that, fall behind, you get cues, left behind, be. Chris. If you fall behind, you get left behind, Chris. First of all, I'm not. I don't got time in the world to fucking wait three hours to play a goddamn video game. When you, I just don't. I paid the money and I want it now. And if it doesn't want to give it to me now, I'm not gonna fucking play it. Know, I got time. Do you know why we can't, Chris? Because of because of NFTs and crypto miners. <laughs> Yeah, fuck them. I wouldn't exactly blame them, but, you know, I'm too tired at this point to argue. They're taking uh, up server space, though, just across the board. Does anybody have out. any other one more thing before we wrap? Um, if anybody cares, they're supposed to be making a new Splinter Cell, finally. I don't give a shit. Oh, yeah. It, it finally got greenlit, so we're yeah, not going to see light. that game for the minimum four or five years. They're hiring. Hopefully for, hopefully now people will stop asking. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the thing is... For been, people asking for this game? Yes. Yeah. I mean, I'm yes. not going to lie. If you if they make Way a new Splinter game, and it hit... You know, screw it. If they just give me a Chaos Theory remake, I'd buy that shit so fast. Fuck Ubisoft. But I'd buy that Chaos Theory so fucking fast. Fair enough. I loved me some Spinner Cell back on the GameCube. Like, that was my shit. Some Spinner Cell. Spinner Cell. Slitherhead was another game from the Silent Hill and Gravity Rush and Skyrim creator that was announced at the Game Awards. We finally get to see what that team has been working on, and it's a horror, a Japanese horror game called Slitherhead. So if you haven't seen it yet, Chris, I see you Googling it. But if nobody has any final words, I now pronounce this podcast over. Remember, you can follow us all collectively around the internet, cheesycontrollerpodcast.com. Follow me on Twitter at Anton6, three X's, Chris. You can follow me at Chef and Chris. Jalen. Squid Bishop. Grid. Speedwagon X. All right, this has been a No It's Good production. The video version is edited by Lawn and Twist and Mind. The audio version is edited by I Know Jones. Until next time, keep it cheesy. Cheesy.